This is KUCI in Irvine, the best radio station in the history of Middle Earth. Now, doesn't that just make you want to go somewhere and get something green and party and dance? (laughs) This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I am Tani Tenuvio. This is What Would Arwen Do? Life from the Perspective of a Middle-Earth Elf. And we've been hearing music from the Shire, from The Lord of the Rings, the complete recordings by Academy Award-winning composer Howard Shore. And it's a day for celebration. It is Earth Day all over the world. Well, at least for those still in our time zone. And this coming Saturday, because many of us will be working today, is a great opportunity to celebrate the gifts of the Earth here right here in our very own Southern California, just a couple of miles from the campus of UCI, from where we are broadcasting. And just in case you are not within our 200-watt area, you can always catch us through our website at KUCI.org. You can also catch us on iTunes, and our podcasts are available through our website. Look for What Would Arwen Do under the archives and podcasts, and you can subscribe to us through iTunes. If you'd like to contact me, I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email, missive at askanelf at yahoo.com. That is A-S-K-A-N-E-L-F at yahoo.com. And as I mentioned earlier, if you're interested right now in uh, getting on the internet and seeing what we're talking about, um, this is upcoming Earth Day at the Newport Bay um, Peter and Mary Muth Interpretive Center 2301 University. So it's on the north side of the bay, right at Irvine Avenue. And it's this coming Saturday, April 25th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Amazing things going on all morning and afternoon. This is the Newport Bay Conservancy presents the 25th annual Earth Day. So today we are celebrating the 45th anniversary of Earth Day. And then for 25 years, the Newport Bay Conservancy has been joining in that celebration with events here in Southern California. So as I promised, my very special guest this morning is Heather C. Slack, the Operations Director at the New- Newport Bay, uh, with the Newport Bay Conservancy. And Heather, are you there? Heather, ooh, I seem to have... Heather, are you there? I am. <laughs> Sorry, I had the wrong button. No uh, problem. Te- technology is our friend. And <laughs> so um, you probably didn't hear what I was, um, the intro that I was doing, telling people all about Earth Day coming up. But um, so just know that I have kind of, you know, set up our conversation with uh, information about where the event is being held. I want to thank you so much. Oh, for coming on no. this morning. Thank you for letting us do this and yeah. spreading the word about it. Well, um, let's just jump right in because I want to hear from you. And um, 
hear what you have to say about the event this coming Saturday. So today is uh, National Earth Day, 45th anniversary of Earth Day. But this coming Saturday is a day to spend mm, about five hours celebrating that. Is that right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, we say here at the Conservancy that Earth Day is kind of like every day, but Mm -hmm. um, we really like to try to get the community together once a year to really um, celebrate it and highlight it. So that's what we're doing on Saturday. So tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on and um, how to find it. Because one of the wonderful things about the Interpretive Center is that you can't see it from the road. (laughs) Purposefully. Yeah, no. Um, of course, this Saturday, 10 to 3, um, there is no charge. Here at the Peter and Mary Moose Center, which is an OC Park facility, we host Earth Day. Um, there are going to be a ton of environmental exhibitors here just sharing what they do to help out the environment and what they do around our local community from the parks, the city of Newport Beach, our landowning partners, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, the Coastal Commission, Environment nature center inside the outdoors there'll be just so many people here there'll be a scavenger hunt for all ages an opportunity drawing for some great prizes Newport Beach Film Festival is going to be showing as part of their film festival the environmental short films for this year um, we are going to have some uh, rain a rain barrel company here showcasing what they can do to conserve water and you can pre-order rain barrels for pickup and all of it is happening at the Moose Interpretive Center which is on the corner of Irvine Avenue and University Drive so again yeah you can't see that building from the parking lot um, you have to park and there'll be plenty of flags and designations to go down the hill a little bit towards the bay and come into and join us in the center. Well, I love the Interpretive Center. I think it's uh, kind of one of the, I say, unfortunately best kept secrets of Orange I County. Know. I know. Well, we say that, you know, it, we have on our um, flyers the the Upper Newport Bay is Orange County's hidden gem, and we really don't want it to be hidden because it's just such a great resource for recreational activities and learning activities. And the Moose Center is one of those places. So it's about 15 years old now. Um, it is free to the public, and it is open every day but Mondays from 10 to 4. And it has so many different interactive exhibits that talk about the different habitats and the upland areas of the Upper Newport Bay along with a kids' classroom with some live animals, some live um, reptiles and snakes and turtles that uh, the kids can see up close. So it's just a really fun center. Well, there was a time when I uh, was able (laughs) to Mm. volunteer over that. It was one of my favorite things. And I'm hoping one day when I don't have to you know, I don't know how people find time to work full time when there are so many <laughs> wonderful things to do in the area of volunteering. But, you know, sometimes you just have to do that. But I know that there is a, a volunteer training day that happens about once every few months over at the Interpretive Center. Isn't that correct? That is correct. So the Newport Bay Conservancy is a nonprofit partner of the landowners, the city, the state, and the county that really help 
bring that additional layer of volunteer leadership. So they are the volunteers that really can help the public. Um, they staff the front desk at the interpretive center. They are out on trail giving directions. They are sharing their information with guided tours from everything from grade school kids to college kids, either on land or out on the water. And so we just had one of our volunteer trainings last Saturday, but we do that do those about every other month. Mm-hmm. So um, we had about 18 new volunteers that are were completely interested in um, volunteering, and those volunteers become the leaders with, in and around the Bay, helping all of mm-hmm. our partners and then helping to run some of our programs. Yes, and there's also a... Um, naturalist training in the fall. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. So we kind of do that extra level um, of knowledge um, and give that to uh, a lot of our volunteers that are willing to do it. That naturalist training is very much like a college course where uh, those naturalists, and last year we had, again, about 18 of them Mm -hmm. go through uh, Thursday night lectures where they're getting a lecture on the birds of the bay, the insects of the bay, the local history, our Native American cultures that were here, Mm. and then on Saturday morning, spending three hours just out on the field, really putting what they learned into practice out in the bay so they can just be that just higher level of environmental stewards, and they're just there's such a wealth of knowledge. And then during that, you really kind of gravitate towards a certain type. You know, we've definitely mm-hmm. got our birders, and we've <laughs> definitely got our our volunteers that are super excited about creepy crawlies and right. insects and spiders. And, you know, all of it is important. And so uh, it's just a wonderful program. Yes. Well, I love the Back Bay. It is uh, one of the, if, if I'm correct, one of the last remaining estuaries along the California coast. Coast. Is that right? Yeah. And how know, important is that? We're so fortunate to have this uh, place here. You know, back in the 60s um, when uh, Frank and Fran Robinson really uh, came down to the bay and saw that it was going to be developed, really re- led a crusade because they knew back then how important this this wet these wetland areas, these estuary areas are. You know, we only have about five to ten percent of these wetland areas along our coast that are still up and running and and these animals are here to help filter and clean water before it goes out to the ocean and we've just lost a lot of that because of development so we're really fortunate to have this uh this bay here this thousand acres of open space Yes, <clears throat> not to mention how beautiful it is now estuary, which you know some people may not you know, just may not know exactly what that means. That is where salt water and fresh water meet. So we have the ocean coming in, the tide comes in and out, and then the water comes from where? Sure. Well, we've got, um, we're, that estuary is that freshwater and saltwater mixture, and absolutely right, it's, it's a very interesting habitat. It provides a nursery for a lot of fish that, as they become older, go out into that ocean area, mm-hmm. um, and it's a filter for our watershed. And so um, our watershed is 154 square miles, and that is a body of, of land which all water and surface water drain into. And so here, that surface water, that fresh water is coming from the 
main uh, San Diego Creek Channel and New Delhi Channel. And so that whole land mass is everywhere up to Lake Forest, parts of Tustin, Santa Ana, Costa Mesa, Irvine, Newport. And that all comes into the upper Newport Bay before it drains into the ocean. So everything, like right now, we have uh, some wonderful anticipatory news that we were supposed to be getting some rain this week, which we all dearly would love to have, uh, not only because we need the rain, but also because it's so wonderful. I, I always am happy when it rains because I feel like, I literally feel like the plants and everything are dancing and laughing. You know, they're getting a shower. I mean, oh, how, yeah. <laughs> how would we feel if we had to go for months without a shower? <laughs> but, I know, I know. No, it is just amazing. You know, we did have some of that rain. Uh, we are such in a serious drought in, in California, the state itself, and, and just getting any of that rain for the plants and our local water tables and groundwater replenishing is just so key and important um, because we just don't have a lot of it here. Right. Um, but also, in turn, that rain can definitely cause um, the upper Newport Bay to be uh, polluted because all of that uh, contamination, your tire treads, um, anything that is on the ground that will wash then into our storm drains and eventually into the bay. So it's, it's a, the rainwater for us is a blessing and a curse because it is definitely a blessing for the plants and the groundwater table, but it is kind of a curse on the water it, it because right. of all of the pollutants that do run off um, from that surface water into the bay. Yes. Well, and which is yet another reason, in, in case we needed more reasons, um, to find alternative uh, means of transportation, uh, riding our bike, walking when we can, even using public transportation, which is a, a challenge sometimes. I A few years ago, I committed a year to alternative transportation, and I, I wish our bus systems here were a little better, but they will get you there. It's just <laughs> yeah. a, it's, it's a little they challenging will. for, 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 for work of made it a pledge um you know you you pledge to do just better in your life right. and and stuff and so um i got a bike for christmas it was the first time i've owned one probably since high school and you know <laughs> i bike to work about once a week and it's just it's just a great opportunity to you know just center yourself mm -hmm. and get the get out there and lead some sort of a healthy lifestyle where you have a great balance and i just I love it. Yes. Well, and just another thing about the buses, you know, because I thought, I I am not going to ride the bus. I mean, it was kind of a little, you know, because <laughs> you think, well, you know, it's strange riding buses. You never know who's been sitting you know, and all that stuff. However, when I committed myself to this, I thought, you know what, Tony, just get over it. You know, you're an elf. Just go. And But the wonderful thing was I discovered, because I thought, well, why am I driving somewhere and contributing to pollution when this big vehicle is already going? Going to the places that I want to go, and it comes, you know, a, a block for, a block or two from my house. I just have to walk over to the bus stop, and I actually discovered a wonderful thing was, and that is living in Newport Beach. If you live in the Southern California area, trying to get into Laguna Beach for anything is insane. You can oh, spend gosh, an hour especially or especially over the summertime. Yes, <laughs> but you know what? You can go right over to the transportation center right by Fashion Island, jump on a bus there, and it takes you and deposits you right in downtown Laguna. You don't have to pay for parking. You don't have to look for parking. And um, so 
in case you're thinking about going to the Upper Newport Bay uh, Center, I'm not sure if a bus runs. I think there is a bus, actually, that runs along um, Irvine Avenue. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, that's a huge thoroughfare to get back and forth between Costa Mesa and Newport. So I wouldn't be surprised. So back to the celebration. Um, Can you tell? So it is also on the Newport Beat Film Festival. I don't know if it's already started, but if it hasn't, I probably should know that. Um, I know I know what's going on this weekend. Um, can you talk a little bit about the, the films? Do people need to like find out the times, or can they just show up and, and sit in? How, how is that working about the films? They're shorts, right? They are, envi- they are environmental short films. So the Newport Beach Film Festival kicks off actually tomorrow, um, tomorrow evening, I think, is their, their right. huge uh, gala. But they spotlight over 400 films from around the world. And so here at Earth Day at the Bay, we show some of the their environmental film submissions that they they received over the course of their their year. Mm-hmm. And so we've got some cute little shorts, and they start. Um, we have our Watson Theater here inside the Moose Center, um, and so those submissions will start at 11 a.m. and and repeat again at 1 p.m. So some of them are you know maybe just two minutes long. Others um, are 15 minutes long. Um, there's there's films like um, Trash Manufactured, which is about this scientist who uses his artwork to make research more accessible to the general public. Mm. There's this film called Muscle Man that three quarters of a mile off the Santa Barbara coast. Um, this this person farms mussels in the only open ocean farm on the west coast. So there's wow. just some fascinating uh, short films that are going to be showing from 11 and then repeating at 1. So um, we don't have the times posted on our website, newportbay.org, yet, um, but the list of the movies that we'll be showing and kind of a brief synopsis are on that website. Yes, and it and this is not just you know you're going to come in and see it on a little screen. This is a big screen theater, right? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so during the year, that screen uh, shows uh, typically runs uh, this 12 minute short called Nature in Your Backyard, and it is all about the Upper Newport Bay. So we use that theater. It's got a capacity for seating 80, um, and so we use that theater throughout the week um, for our guests, and then we also run in conjunction with the film festival quarterly an environmental film series so full length environmental films um, that show quarterly so our last film um, was we've had films called like Tidelines and they all highlight um, just different environmental Mm -hmm. um, either successes or struggles or information uh, about about the environment. The last one that we had was a couple weeks ago. It was called Banking Nature. It was a documentary about, oh gosh, the um, putting an economic price tag on nature and if Mm. if that's good or bad. You know, I don't want to get into it (laughs) because it definitely is a controversial We could have a whole other day for that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That could be a whole other, you know, talk and interview right there. But yeah, it's, it's awesome. 
Great. Well, maybe I'll have to have you back and we can talk a little bit about that because um, nature certainly is is my passion. My um, my mandate from God this year is to uh, sing for the trees, speak for the animals, and dance for the earth. So, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, yes. And so uh, the dancing for the earth part, I know that you're also on uh, Saturday, you're having some entertainment. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, sure. One of our local favorites, uh, Danny Meka, he is um, just wonderful. He plays a, a lot of just um, some of his own stuff and covers and whatnot, and he'll be here on Saturday throughout the day to um, to give us some music and give us some tunes. So um, it's just a, this is a, probably the second or third year that we've had him out, and he's just a crowd pleaser. So yes. we love him out here that day. And and it's funny because after we talked yesterday, I did uh, look up. He has a website. It's Danny mm-hmm. Maka, D-A-N-N-Y-M-A-I-K-A. And after we finish our interview uh, uh, in the last little segment of the show, if people stay with us, stay with me, um, I'm going to play a little clip of his from YouTube so they can get a little taste of how uh, fun and entertaining. What a what a oh, what a awesome. great yeah what a great yeah. energy that he has. So Absolutely. that will be. That'll be a really fun thing. And and we double him. We make him sort of our unofficial MC for the day, too. Oh. So in between all of that live music, we also um, have a scavenger hunt where a couple times a day we'll draw out some, some names for anybody that participates in the scavenger hunt. And all the exhibitors um, bring uh, little gifts for our scavenger hunt prizes. So oh. they get that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just announcements that go on during the day. We have a puppet show that'll go on in the theater. We've got um, just some wonderful, um, wonderful groups coming. So many. We're going to have sort of the Animal Alley with with the Orange County Zoo, the Reptile Rescue of Orange County, and um, the Orange, birds, County. Orange County Birds of Prey. So we're going to have some fun little animal alley there where people really get to be up close to some of these, some of our wildlife that are here around the Bay in Southern California. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I'm excited. I uh, discovered the Orange County Birds of Prey Center through uh, my involvement over and just coming over to the uh, Interpretive Center. And it might have even been like an Earth Day event or something. But I remember um, it's so wonderful because they they rescue these birds and they they try to um, they make sure they don't imprint on them because they release them back into the wild. And I actually got to be part of. And uh, if people will come, they can find out more about this uh, from the representatives there from the Orange County Bird of Prey Center, where you can sponsor a bird. And then every couple of months or something, they actually have a release where you go down. You all meet at this very remote place out in the hills um, (laughs) and you release these birds back into the wild. And it is such it's almost like a spiritual experience. I mean, just, you know, realizing that for all the bad we do, sometimes we get we do some good, and there are some good, wonderful things, and these birds actually um, are healed and are able to go back and be part of the natural habitat. And But what they also do for those birds that are injured and can't go back into the wild and uh, fend for themselves and, and uh, feed themselves, 
Those birds are actually cared for uh, with great love, and they're used for educational purposes uh, at events like this and going into schools uh, to educate people about these wonderful birds. So if you're a bird lover, um, it's a wonderful thing because when I was there last time, they always have several birds that you can get kind of up close and personal with. Yeah, you know, it's it's so amazing. Dr. Weldy, his his small staff and his great group of volunteers have really been there to help a lot of these birds. I mean, it it is such a success story. I mean, I know that it it's sad because half the birds that do come into them, they cannot help, but that other half, um, a lot of them can be treated and a lot of them can be, like you said, re-released back into the wild. So it's just really great. You know, the other group that's going to be here, they obviously can't bring any of their marine animals, but the Pacific <laughs> Marine Mammal Center uh-huh. will also be here. And, you know, a lot of people um, in Newport beach and along the coastline have seen a lot of our sea lion pups and stuff washing up on shore and Mm. so the pacific marine mammal center will be here to you know really educate the public on what they should be doing what they are doing to help save this this marine life that's coming up and and what you should do if you do encounter one of those animals so they'll be here as well Oh, that's great. Yeah, and this is a group, It's a. It, I mean, this is a, an event. It is a family thing, but it, it's not just for a family or just for kids. I mean, there's, um, I've been there, If even if you're a grown-up and you don't have any kids to take as an excuse <laughs> to go, <laughs> yeah. just come. Because uh, for one thing, you get to connect with other people that are interested in caring for the earth. And so it, it's a wonderful day to get to meet people and just kind of mingle and get uh, fresh air and find out about wonderful ways to be involved with helping, um, you know, the environment here in Southern California. But it's for for people of all ages, so it's very family friendly, but it's also very adult friendly. So it's for it's for everyone, right? It really is. You know, the Sierra Club will be here. I mean, it is one of those things where you can meet with other folks that do have a passion in the environment, young or old, and connect with them to uh, do good things and learn more. Like the environmental films, um, a lot of them don't. Uh, are family friendly, but again, um, a lot of it is one those things that adults will connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've also, gosh, I can't even, I, I can't believe I didn't mention our food trucks that we're going to have here. Oh. Um, I mean, those are definitely for the adult foodies in mind. We've got the burnt truck coming tamarindo and front porch pops and um uh, last year i tried the burnt truck and this year i'll try tamarindo but um i just i didn't even realize that they were they were as popular as they were until i was watching sort of i'm kind of a foodie at heart but i can't cook to save my life. Um, so, yeah. But I do watch the Food Channel, and I was watching diners, drive-ins, and dives, and here it is, Tamarindo with their drunken torta is being featured on the show, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad we booked them for Earth Day because I want to try their food. So, yeah, we've got, if you're a foodie, we've got a couple great food trucks that are going to be here as well. Yeah, I guess this food truck thing is a a big uh, a big craze. <laughs> I, I I I'm you know I just spend too much time kind of walking under starlight and and daydreaming about how about things, and I just don't get out to things. But um, I know I know some people who are foodies. They actually go to places f- because they'll have like a gathering of food trucks, and oh, yeah. yeah. So it sounds like that's kind of what you're having. Uh, for Earth Day, a little um, three different food trucks that um, 
and one's let's see the tamarindo is uh, Mexican food and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what front porch pops I'm not sure what front porch pops is more of a dessert um, oh. you know you gotta you gotta crave a crave you know you can be bad once in a while and yeah. crave that sweet tooth of yours and tamarindo really we bring them because they are they really use um, organic sustainable foods oh. grower local growers I mean they are Yay. they are very environmentally conscious and the same thing with burnt truck too there there are a lot of finger food little sliders and tot tater tots and stuff like that oh that's great so something for kids for the kid in us and mm-hmm. for yeah. the adults in us <laughs> well heather thank you so much again for coming on uh the program today would you just uh recap a little bit of the information, the website, um, if people need to call, uh, just give us a little basic information. Again, that's for the Earth Day celebration uh, this coming Saturday, April 25th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Peter and Mary Muth Interpretive Center, 2301 University Drive at Irvine. Um, but do you have a, like a phone number if people need to call or sure. a website? Yeah, we have our front desk at the Interpretive Center, and they have plenty of information, and they'll be um, available during the day. It's 949-923-2290. And you can also find out more information about the event itself and the bay and conserving the environment um, at our website, newportbay.org. Or on Facebook, Newport Facebook, and then search Newport Bay. So um, we're just very fortunate to have this event, and you know we partner with the County of Orange Parks um, to host it because then again they are our partner here and own the uh, Interpretive Center. And along with the City of Newport Beach, their Marine Protection Program is just phenomenal, and the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. They here at the Bay are just wonderful partners and uh, really care just as much as we do about protecting and preserving the area. Well, Heather, I want to thank you again, not only for coming on the show today and sharing uh, this information with us, but also for all that you guys are doing over there. Um, I I know many of you are in paid positions, but we need people to be in positions like you guys are. So if if UCI students are listening, let's uh, encourage some to get involved in the areas of environmental science and um, do some work that's really good. Thank you for being over there. I know on Saturday it's going to be a big day and a lot of work for you guys, but thank you all for being willing uh, to do that. The people oh, all who are... of it is completely worth it, absolutely, to see the kids and the families and people connecting with each other, and it's just a wonderful day. So, yeah, thank you, Tammy, so much for having me on today. You're welcome, and I look forward to meeting you Saturday. I all will right. be looking for you. <laughs> awesome. We'll okay. be here with okay. bells on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Thanks, Heather. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. And that was Heather C. Slack from, she is the director of operations with the Newport Beach, Newport Bay Conservancy. And again, this coming Saturday, I hope, I'm not sure what I'll be wearing. You can email me if you're going to be there and uh, maybe we can say hi. Ask an elf at yahoo.com. Ask an elf at yahoo.com. Um, I want to get over there at least for a little while before I go to work to uh, check out. There's a couple of the environmental shorts I want to check out, see my friends at the Birds of Prey Center, and just uh, 
enjoy the joy of the day of celebrating this amazing earth that we have and our little gem here at the back bay right at over here at University uh, Jamboree and University Drive that whole area there so coming up in just a few minutes uh, writers on writing everything you want to know about getting published and in the meantime oh and I want to say that this show will be up on podcast and hopefully by the morning so you can catch us through our website at KUCI.org and also through iTunes and if you go to our homepage at KUCI click on archives go down to podcasts look for what would Arwen do and you will also discover a lot of other wonderful um, public affairs programming that we have and that you can listen to podcasts from ask a leader writers on writing piracy privacy uh, film school I'm sure you'll want to come back on uh, Friday morning when Mike Kaspar will be covering I'm sure some things having to do with the Newport Beach Film Festival weekly signals great things going on around the world and commentary and get the funk out with Janine you know get the funk out and get out there and do something and have a great time so please check out our oh and real people of the OC on Thursday afternoons so please check out our uh, schedule and programming on our homepage at KUCI.org and our public affairs website at KUCITalk.org so I'm going to leave you with a little happy music uh, since it's going to be a celebration day and oh uh, Danny Micah and as I mentioned I'm going to play a little clip for you from him as we kind of end the program and I'll be back next week and coming up pretty soon we're going to have our fun to drive it is going to be so fun and exciting a way for you to partner with KUCI in bringing alternative radio to Orange County and the world because we are streaming live 24 hours a day, seven days a week through our website and through iTunes. So this is Danny Micah, D-A-N-N-Y M-A-I-K-A. He will be at the Earth Day celebration at the uh, Upper Newport Bay. And yes, that's about it. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I am Tani Tanuvio, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf. The views and opinions expressed here today were those of the Elf host and her guest and do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of KUCI, UCI, or the UC Board of Regents. So I hope you will have an amazing day. Before, before I share with you in closing this music from Danny Micah, I want to read for you a little prayer from our a Grateful Heart. And this is from, if I can find it here, I have it, Albert Schweitzer. I know I have it. I love it when I mark things. <laughs> and I have so many markers on so many wonderful things that then I can't find them. Um, okay. Well, I guess I won't. I guess we'll just have to do that next time. 
And, okay, how about this from Jack Cornfield? Blessings of a kind heart upon you. Blessings of the eyes of compassion upon you, beloved. Blessings of giving to the earth upon you. Blessings of the wisdom of the seasons upon you. Blessings of breathing freely upon you. Blessings of this moment upon you. Because you are the beloved. This is KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.